Welcome back to another episode of Capes and Tights. This is Justin Soderberg. I'm your host tonight. Uh, Adam is off tonight, taking a little break, but we've got Will and Jay from the Bangor Comic and Toy Con uh, joining us to talk the Bangor Comic and Toy Con. Weird, huh? That's weird how you guys would come yeah, on and talk I about know, Bangor. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. Uh, it's funny though, because I mean, Will, we, we we see each other at the comic book shop, you know, Galactic Comics all the time. Jay, you're a tattoo artist. So there are other things we could talk about other than con, but I feel like with you guys <laughs> both being on at the same time, we should probably talk about con, right? I mean... Well, and it's finally right around the corner. Yeah, it is. Finally. For, for now, finally I mean, happening. When this episode <laughs> comes out, it'll be less than a month away, which is pretty cool. So I, I'm excited for that. And I, I, we've been talking about it forever. And, uh, you know, it's just fun to, to, to get there, to finally be there. Yeah. It's within this, and it scared me, honestly. We talked earlier about something we're working on separately from, uh, from uh, this recording and from Con itself. And uh, I was like, oh, crap. That's like right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. It's well, it's kind of like PTSD for Will and I, though, because like we definitely don't want to jinx it. But <laughs> you think about it. It was summer of 2019 that Will and I first started talking contracts for the next convention for April 2020. We started locking in guests and like we announced at a wrestling show almost two years ago now that McFoley was coming and like every single time we got close, I mean, you think like April 2020, that was supposed to happen. It was what, Will, like three weeks before that it got shut down? Yeah, I think we were basically like a month out because we were like, because at the time, so there was a the whole, they were talking about going into lockdown or doing this, but we were outside of that at the time. We're like, hey, we yep. just escaped that and yep. like, we're going to get through, we're going to be fine. And then we found out through a Twitter post from one of our staff that the cross had shut down so yeah because like, they said well, uh what did they say they said it was like 30 days the main state was shutting down but our show was in like 23 days or something like that yeah it's crazy it so yeah crazy. so it's, it's been a long time coming we're very excited as of right now nobody has canceled everybody or you know we got people that are uh everybody's still locked in We've got let, tomorrow officially is one month until the event. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just counting down the days. Everything is on track. Um, feeling really good about it. So let's let's go, man. Let's do it. Yeah. And you and you guys are at a different location this year. Obviously, you mentioned the Cross Insurance Center was was, was shut down. We're having the cons at the Bangor Mall. Uh, and on Stillwater Ave in Bangor, which is crazy to think about. Um, you know, you and I, I mean, all three of us, we used to walk through there, go to Hot Topic, hang out, you know, just literally just dropped off of the mall, just yeah. hang out for <laughs> hours and hours. Now someone's actually probably going to get dropped off by their parents yeah. <laughs> at the mall to hang out yep. for a few hours over the weekend. It would be like some of these kids that may be young enough to not realize what the hell that is to actually walk yeah. around the mall oh, yeah, and you... do something at the mall. <laughs> Or God forbid, remember, you used to like yeah. sit down on the floor and security would come up and get and kick you out. And now it's yeah. like, wait a minute, like we're bringing people in to hang out at the mall for three days. <laughs> now people go, why do I have to go in there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now there's a Comic-Con there. We'll go there for the Comic-Con. Yeah. And, and hopefully it brings people back in, reminisces a little bit about like what the old days of doing stuff at the at the mall. And uh, mm -hmm. maybe we can further the the the... The, the visiting the mall aspect of it and bring back the mall, the vibrancy of the mall would be kind of cool on that uh, aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, because you guys are at the mall, obviously you're at a bunch of different stores. Uh, Will, Jay, you guys have been there hanging out, doing some demolitions, some cleanup and stuff like that. So it's not ready to go like a cross center would be. You actually had to do some work for this, right? Yeah. Yeah. But 
it's it's worth it though because one of the biggest things that's nice about this time is we're so used to where you basically rent out a spot and then you plan, 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 plan. And then you get like one day, like the first day, usually we start late. You set everything up, you go, you tear down, you're done. But like here, the biggest thing that's really nice is our, our volunteer meetings and everything. Actually, we get to actually do stuff. We get to actually have a plan, say tonight, we're working on this. We're going to try to accomplish this. And then we do it. And then the next time we're like, all right, tonight we're working on this. Where before you're just kind of like, okay, everybody, remember that we're trying to do this, right? Remember <laughs> we're doing this on the day. But I'm I'm hoping that with with I, I really feel confident, but I feel like with the amount of work that we've already gotten done and what we have planned to do, that you know, that week before the convention is gonna be butter for us as far as being set up. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. The freedom of this is just so different. Well, like when you yeah. got the cross there, how long before the actual event were you allowed to be in there? A uh, day of. <laughs> See, that's so, the thing. So if you think about it, it's almost like, you know, when you have a wedding, your wedding rehearsal is usually at the church or the, the place you're getting married the night before. So you actually mm-hmm. able to get in there and see what it's actually going to be like and walk down. When we got married last summer, we did it on my lawn at my house because we weren't allowed to be in the spot until the day of the wedding. And so like, yeah. it was different. You had to like guess, be like, Oh, this is where the rock was. You had to walk around the rock to get there. And people were like, what are you talking about? Like, they'll see when you get there, at least now, <laughs> you know, months yeah. in advance, some of the people that are be working at the, at the con or volunteering at the con, you actually can be like, no, it's going to be like right here. We're standing in the spot where this is going to be at, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I think that's the huge thing too, is, you know, yeah. With the cross, we might've been lucky to go in Thursday if they didn't have something going on. But even then, usually they were still setting up. So the first time we saw anything was typically Friday morning when we would go in and then it would still be like, okay, fingers crossed the, you know, the, the fire, you know, fire inspector has to come in and do their walk and make sure everything's green lighted from them and then we're good to go or we have to move have them rush and move all this stuff around while they wait and hope that what we do now clears it uh whereas yeah the mall i mean we've, we've done a ton of demolition we've got an amazing team uh that's uh just just killing it over there with, with the, the amount of work that they've done um but yeah it's, it's literally having like a two-month rehearsal like you know, we went in with, hey, this is the idea of how we're going to do this. And then, you know, me and Jay sitting there working on it or doing measurements like, yeah, that's not going to work. So let's do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having having those meetings with staff being like, this is what this room is. This is where this is. Like they have plenty of time. So they're confident and comfortable when the time comes that they know, hey, you know, this is where this is. Or, oh, you go here to do this. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, basically we'll have everything ready to go honestly within the next week or two pretty much uh short of having the tables and piping great so from there it's just all right let's rehearse it like let's have a few people act as this let's you know let's look at where security areas are weaknesses or where mm-hmm. we need to watch out for people like let's be honest they try to sneak in uh yeah. take advantage of it so just having that you know being comfortable with that and our staff being comfortable and confident will be uh It'd be, it'd be a huge piece for us to just make it make it a better event for all. Yep. What are some of, some of the differences that you're going to get? Like what is so? What's different about this con having to be at the mall versus like last year or last time we went at the Cross Center? Like what's what's going to be different? Obviously, it's a different location, a different setup. But is there some like glaring obvious differences between the two places? 
Yeah, I mean, I think the you know the obvious being prior, we were in the ballroom at the cross. Everything is all right in one room there. Short of, I mean, we've got you know the the meeting rooms. We'd have panels and photo ops and whatnot. Uh, this is going to be a little bit more spread out. Uh, we've got eight storefronts, uh, so you know we'll have a you know a majority of our vendors through three rooms. Uh, we'll have the artist alley as everyone's you know used to. Um, the celebrity guests will be in their own separate room, photo ops in a different room. So it's going to be more maneuvering of things. But the good thing is it's all right in the same wing, mm -hmm. short of tabletop gaming or panels. Uh, but you know, one of the big things is every year we've done this, we've had to use the, the cross as food, and. Let's be honest. It's it's not great food. No, it's stadium uh, food. I mean, come it's, on. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's and, you know, and it's no matter what we do, you know, we always get complaints from people every year about the price of the food, how bad the food is. Uh, so one of the cool things we were been able to do now is we can have food trucks. So we're going to have a number of food trucks there. Uh, hopefully, G Force will be open, so they'll have their their cafe or their kitchen available as well. Um, you know, we have. Uh, we're having a beer garden this year yeah so that's something we haven't been able to to really do prior it was you know whatever they wheeled around on a cart um so being able to to work more locally with everybody i think is a huge piece like having having local food trucks um our guests are the guests and our staff are going to be catered to by seasons they're going to provide you know obviously they can go buy stuff from the food truck if they want but yeah. we're working with a local restaurant to provide food for the guests and our staff so that's you know we just you know i mean you you know you're in the mm -hmm. beer business your local business like everywhere you know these local businesses have suffered in the past year and a half so anything we can try to do to help each other out like that's yeah. that's what it is it's not a me and jay profit from this it's what can we do for the community because uh, yeah. so I, I heard comic cons are super profitable small comic cons yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Anyway. yeah. oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, and you know, and the other cool thing is, uh, you know, we're working with uh, Jay. You'll have to John's Haunted House. What is it called again? Uh, Maniac Manor. Maniac Manor. Thank you. Uh, we'll be working with John. He's going to open. Jay coordinated with John to open a couple weeks earlier than prior. Uh, one one week early. Yeah. One week early. So uh, he'll be open during selected con hours, uh, Friday night. Um, you'll a few guests or a few attendees are going to get to go do the haunted house with some of our guests. And then, you know, throughout the weekend, there'll be a sneak preview of what the haunt will be. Um, so again, tying with the local business, we're going to be working with Spirit Halloween. And, uh, you know, we kind of talked prior, but, you know, making the mall like a, a neighborhood, it's a community. Mm. Uh, you know, all, all the business in there are struggling. The mall is, has not been busy by any means. Um, so being able to provide something for them and being able to work together and network to see how we can help each other out throughout the weekend and provide cool incentives for all of our attendees is a, uh, is an awesome piece. That's awesome. Uh, one of the things I think about when you guys talk about the mall, it's funny when I've been to many different variations of small, large cons, they all look the same. Like they're all the same. Like, you know, you walk the, the booths are all layout. in the middle and there's the same yeah. exact layout. And then, you know, and same thing with, with, Bangor Comic Con, Comic and Toy Con in 2019, it looked the same yeah. as a normal con, which is nothing against that. But one of the things I can think of is that some of these guests you have coming in 
uh, whether they be artists from all over the country, uh, the state or the, you know, wherever. And these, some of these celebrity guests that are coming in are going to come in here. They're going to remember this con. Like, it doesn't matter what happens. It's just when they walk in there and like, we did a con that was badass and it was at a mall. Like they don't, I guarantee you there's not very many, if any, like this comic con is going to happen. Uh, on October well, 1st and I, 3rd. You, you can't help but compare it to that. We not only are doing it at a mall, but we've got three people from mall rats yeah. that are going to be there. So that makes it even better. <clears throat> it, and the cool thing is that they, uh, they're wrapping up this week on clerks three recording too, which is even today, awesome. Yeah, today, yeah. Their last day, uh, wrapping up and all that. And, yeah, it's pretty crazy to think about like some like Will and I were talking about that the other day, how we keep lucking out on, uh, you know, people that you book and you're kind of like they're relevant. They're known for this. And then all of a sudden you find out that they're randomly doing a new movie that's going to be coming out or something. And that's happened with the Clerks guys. Um, that's happened. Bill Mosley has a new movie that's uh, coming out with Nicolas Cage. Um We've got some people already locked in for next year that have new movies coming out like now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, Kane Hoder, who we announced recently. He's got a new Friday the 13th movie coming out soon. Um, so yeah, it's it's really cool that we're able to stay relevant with them and everything. And you know, everybody keeps asking. They're like so confused, and I I've been getting a lot of joy out of it. Where they're like the mall though. It sounds like a good idea, but how? How are you doing it at a mall? And there's so many people that are concerned, like so concerned with how Will and I are going to maintain this. Like there's so here's, many Here's two ways like, to help. What? Volunteer. What? <laughs> right? If you volunteer, you'll be able to help make sure it happens. And if you want to see how it happens, buy a ticket and go. Yeah. That's how you're going to yeah, see exactly. how it happens. But like the amount of people that are just like, how are you going to keep people from that aren't supposed to be there uh, being there? How are you going to stop that? And we're just like, chill out. It's not, like some of these times I feel like it's like, do you not think that we haven't thought about that? Yes, exactly. right. you know, you know, I think that was like the my, my biggest issue when we first <laughs> met with the mall was like, so how do we how do we block this off? How do we do this? You can't. Okay, yeah. I don't know how this is going to work. And then we take the time and we walk it and we meet with our staff and we meet with our, you know, our Donnie and Al, who are the heads of our security. And we're like, all right, walk through it. Show us, show us what you think. Give us ideas. And same with our staff. Like, you know, this is what we're thinking of. How can we see it working? And the big thing that people have to realize is again, there's, it's not just, oh, we're flown out. It's not like, you know, how the flea market was. Everything's just out in the hallway. Yes. We'll have certain things in the hallway, but everything else is going to be in a room. They have gates, they've got doors, so they can easily be staffed by somebody checking just like any other outdoor mm-hmm. or concert or any event where, oh, I need to see your wristband, I need to see your badge. Like, you know, these are all things that are going to be in place. Um, but back to your point on, you know, the, the whole clerks thing, uh, I definitely breathe the sigh of relief uh, finding out today that, you know, this was kind of their last day of filming because the guys have had to cancel a few of their past conventions and I was sitting here like you know anybody can cancel we know it happens but for the love of God do not let it be these three guys <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's like Brian, exactly. Brian and Jeff just had to cancel a west coast appearance uh, two oh they did ago, yeah two weekends ago Jay had to cancel he was supposed to be at Astronomicon 
and he had to cancel because they were filming. So I was like, for the love of God, do not let us lose these three. Yeah. Because that would just, that would Well, suck. I was thinking about the exact same thing because I listened to uh, Kevin Smith's podcast. He has a Fat Man Beyond. And he yeah. was doing his recording. He does it live now. He used to do it at the Cantina in uh, um, California, but he has now Smodcast on New Jersey, which is actually in the same exact building as the Quickie Mart. It's at the end, like one's on one side, and the actual the other side is now Kevin Smith's new podcast studio nice. uh, and, and live podcasting place. It's actually in the same building, which is freaking awesome. Just to think how full circle that is. But yeah. <laughs> uh, they did they do live shows. There were like twenty or thirty people in there, and so on. And the last live show they did before the starting of the filming for um, Clark's Three, they had everybody wearing masks because there's a COVID nineteen doctor on staff, given or basically given to them by the studio basically saying that is if anybody on staff, anybody, cameramen, actors, anybody gets COVID-19, they're shut down for two weeks. They're just shut down. They cannot record for two weeks until it's, until it's figured out. And Kevin Smith's like, so basically they had everybody in the studio wearing masks because they're like, we can't even, we can't risk this. You know, Kevin Smith, Kevin's like, I, I, got, I got them to convince them to actually make Clerks 3 and give me $10 million yeah. or whatever it is to make this movie. I don't have two weeks to actually do this. And all I could think yeah. of was like, just a two week delay could have screwed up you know, one person on the, the freaking uh, boom mic holder getting COVID could have actually screwed up them coming to Bangor Comic and Toy Con. Yeah. Would have been, would have pissed me off. <laughs> like, honestly. Tell me about it. It's insane. But uh, the funny thing is, that if this would have happened. Like, so we did see this. This was April 2020 was this con, right? I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, we've been yeah. pushed back this far. Um, all this stuff wouldn't have been out yet. And I'm even thinking to the point where like, some of it obviously was delayed due to the pandemic. So it went hand in hand. Um, but like, I'm thinking even like Ben Bishop and, and the, uh, the, the, the um, last Ronin, like last Ronin actually didn't come out until October of 2020 in right. the first issue. So now he's got, by the time Comic-Con comes up, there'll be four issues of the, of the, of the comic book out. So actually people yeah. are actually going to be able to bring their comic books to the con and yeah, get assigned, which they would not have been able to do uh, yeah. back in April of 2020. So some of this stuff is like, it's just like, it sucks. The pandemic is very bad, but, obviously, everything. But on the other side of that, there were other things yes, that yes. would have happened yes. that would have been insane. Like, I'm just going to throw it out there. We were slotted to have Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman's like yes. first reunion back mm -hmm. together. Like we had spoken, we had Kevin booked, Peter was down. We had Ben. We were going to do like a movie. Yep. Jim and Steve would have had the original. We would have had the reunion of all the four original TMNT artists. Yeah. And like, so that is, I don't know when that's ever going to happen. If it does, but now that's kind of over. And then Jeff from Clerks, we were going to be like his second convention ever. So and it was that was his birthday. Huh? And it was his birthday that weekend. I think it was his wife's birthday that weekend. Was it? It was one of their two birthdays. Yeah, because they asked. They said something because they asked about. Oh yeah, because you're gonna fly. He he was gonna fly her fly out. His wife out with him because it was her birthday weekend. Um, but yeah, we had that, and then on top of that, with the reschedule, we were gonna bring in some Tiger King people, and then we had the producers from Tiger King email and asking um, if we were willing to bring in a few more people then they would come and film for the second season of Tiger King at our convention. So, and then that, that's just gone. Well, here's the question now. Does anybody actually care about Tiger King anymore? True, true. <laughs> so now, when that, we announced it, it was huge. That would have been huge. Blah, 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 blah. 
The only time I've seen in the news recently is what's her face? Uh, Carol Baskin sold the land. She sold oh, the she land did. that his uh, oh, his wow. uh, his far his uh, animal kingdom thing was on. And yep. in the stipulations, forever, you're not allowed to open a zoo or open any sort of attraction that has the words Tiger King in it or anything that's associated with the TV show. The person yeah. who bought the land had to basically say they couldn't use it to exploit. That oh stuff. yeah, to yeah, say it's so. on or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, I will, it, it, I will yeah. say though. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just it's, it's, things are bad and things are good. Obviously, but you know, in the end, there is some big positives that come out of this. And yeah. Kevin's got Kevin obviously has talked about coming into future con and things like that. So it's yeah. like we're not gonna we'll we're gonna be able back. to we'll get, get him at back. some point. But yeah. Yeah, I think on the other part too, like you know, kind of lucking out. Like, yeah, there was a lot of great things that were gonna happen then. But I mean, like we just said, you mentioned, you know, we mentioned. Clerks three mentioned, you know, Ben was the last Ronin. But then we also got to add in Mickey. We added Mickey James. We added guys from My Hero, which is the biggest anime out there. My yeah. Hero's newest season just came out. You can't walk anywhere with, you know, right now without seeing somebody wearing, running into somebody wearing something My Hero. Yeah. Um, added Mickey James to go along with Mick. And Mickey just redebuted like a month or so ago on like a TNA or something like that. Impact. Uh, pay-per-view event yeah so then she's you know, popping up again adding a tray you we're doing oh, a movie is- premiere with him and then dana snyder who is you know he still had paradise pd going but now you've got that spongebob squarepants spinoff the patrick star show and not only does he is he one of the producers for it but he's the voice of patrick's grandfather in the show so then that's just a whole nother demographic that you're getting you know, getting yep. involved and getting excited for the event. Uh, I told Jay yesterday, we were, uh, me and uh, our friend Ryan were doing some work in, outside of Deb's and this family came up and they were looking at the posters we've got up and started asking questions. And this girl, she's like, oh, I know that person. I know him from somewhere. <laughs> and I was like, it's a voice, like in my mind, it's like, this is a voice actor. She doesn't know who this person is, but I'm like, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, like, wh- where do you know them from? She's like, I don't know. I just know the face. I go, well, he's a voice actor. He's actually Todoroki and My Hero Academia. And like, she like fell backwards. Her dad had to catch her. Like she was like freaking out in excitement. And her dad, and then like dad had already bought tickets. He's like, he's like, man, I haven't been to a convention since, I don't know, probably been like 10, 12 years since I've been to a convention. He goes, not that our ticket prices are expensive, but anyways, he was like, just seeing my daughter's reaction about that has made 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 the ticket price all worth it for me. And <laughs> so like, awesome. that was super cool. Story, and then it's like, yeah. it is you know, awesome. like I couldn't drop it. I was like, oh, by the way, this guy is twice in my hero. And this guy, yeah, that's Deku. And then she like fell back at that. It's like, you gotta stop doing this. Like I have my wife's uh brother's daughters and uh you know, like it felt really cool being that cool uncle there because uh, my niece Ariana was walking by with a t-shirt on that was my hero. And I looked down, I was like, oh, geez. I was like, we're in a my hero t-shirt. I was like, do you know that I have voice actors from that show coming to our convention in October? And she's like 10. And she goes, uh, well, who, who is it? And I was like, uh, you know, we got like just, I started with Justin and she's like, oh, that's my favorite one. And I was like, uh, and immediately her grandmother's right there next to me. She's like, how much is that? <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
<laughs> that's funny because you know it's funny I, I went i read the announcement saw everything out there i have no idea who any of these people are like it just it's the demographic it's a different I, thing i just I don't get into very, anime at all it's I'll not it's nothing against it with everybody coming like will and i are running it but we're not anime guys we're doing it because we know that it's popular we want to bring some people that don't normally get that anime fix we want to bring you your anime fix but don't ask me anything about it because i don't know i'm sorry and, yeah, and it must be some cool. gratification knowing that you said these are two stories you guys just mentioned about the people coming. No, these you didn't run into people and go, Oh my god, Jason Muse is coming. Like they were excited about <laughs> the anime people, which uh, people are excited about right. Jason Muse coming too. But right. I'm just saying, like, yeah, of course, yeah, no, I think it's definitely been cool because uh, I've you know, prior to this last year and a half, I never got into anime, mm-hmm. and I can't really say that I'm into anime. Like, I watched the Demon Slayer movie, and I do love my hero. Tried a few other, you know, other enemies, but haven't really fell down that rabbit hole. Uh, but yeah, I think it's one of those things where we've always tried with a convention to be diverse and try to provide something for everybody. I mean, you know, not everyone's into, you know, the comic piece or not everyone's into horror or, you know, Walking Dead or Star Trek or this or that, but... Or wrestling. I'm, I'm or not wrestling. into wrestling. I'm excited to meet Mick Foley. Like, like let's be honest, there are some names that transcend what they've been known for. Like there's some names that you don't, even if you don't know the sport or the entertainment thing that you're still ready and you know that name, you know, yeah. Mick Foley is one of those names that just, oh, you, sure. you, you, some Absolutely. people go, Oh, I know Mick Foley. Well, what is, what do you know him from? And they're like, I don't know. I just know the name. Like, know so the there name, are yeah. people who that are like that, that transcend the, uh, the, the, the thing they're known from. Yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, with the anime thing, it was one of those where, you know, ever, even even when Chris was running it, where I was like, oh, yeah, it'd be cool if you guys had more anime. And, you know, even last year we had Josh Petersdorf, last convention, I guess I have to say at this point. We had Josh Petersdorf, who is, um, he was Tun and Agarasako, probably just butchered that. but And he was um, Roadhog and Overwatch. And that's, you know, kind of anime, but still not really the route people yeah. were looking for. And we're like, you know, we, we always looked at her like, well, you know, there's already two conventions in Portland that are geared more towards the cosplay and anime piece. So it's, you know, it's really not our place. Like, let's let, we'll let them do that. Um, you know, and we'll provide the other piece, but it's like year after year. So it's, you guys got to get anime guests. You got to do this. You got to do this. Like, oh, this was awesome. But if you would have had somebody from anime, and uh, it just kind of, you know, just worked out that one of the agents we're working with has a massive anime roster and almost everybody from, you know, My Hero or Attack on Titan or One Piece, a lot of those those popular animes that are out there. It was, and it was funny because, you know, getting Jay had mentioned he knows nothing about anime, but and he was just like, yeah, I don't care, man. Like, as long as, like, it hits, like, My Hero or Attack on Titan or one piece or Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball. Say, yeah. yeah. He's like, as long as like it's those you like, because I don't watch anime, but I, I know of those. So as long as they hit those, I know it's good. And I was like, well, all three of those guys hit at least three out of four. And he's like, good good enough for me. Yeah. yeah. And and like one of them's been in all of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, burp there. Ooh, that was a weird one. A burp. Um <laughs> But so in the funny thing, so I've been watching um 
uh, comic book men again. I don't, it's weird. It's like, I don't know if anybody else out there knows what comic book men is. I can explain a little bit about it, but it's, it's basically pawn stars for comic book nerds and, and, and pop culture. Yeah, I used to watch it a lot. I, oh I God, I love that show. And so I have it all, I have them all on my computer and I was just watching them and in the beginning, Taylor kind of made fun of me. She's like, haven't you seen this show like twice? I'm like, yes. And it's like, <laughs> I, I don't understand how it's a show I can rewatch over and over again, but it, I just sucked yeah, into right. it. And now you I'm like five, five seasons out of seven seasons in, and I'm just watching it. And uh, there's small things that have been coming up, which are kind of funny. Obviously, Jason Mewes makes an appearance quite often on the yeah. show. Uh, Brian O'Halloran came on the show at one point was a guest on the show and then they also did their little podcast thing they do in the they're in between commercials and things yeah, yeah. and um but there was a guy who came in with a mexican um knockoff of toys from the never-ending story they never made actual toys or figurines in the united states of the never-ending yeah. story and there was only yeah. they had and then there was a, a tray figurine and i was just like oh my god it's so weird how like this is connecting in a way that i never <laughs> thought i'd ever connect and i'm just like that dude is gonna be at the comic-con in bangor that little character and it was just like <laughs> yeah I was like, right and i don't i don't know if, I remember if they bought it or not but i was like they should have bought it they should have bought it <laughs> if they don't want to buy it sell it to me i want it um yeah, but it was just kind of funny how small the world was and how i'm watching this show and it's like the guys from clerks were on there and obviously uh you know um brian o'halloran and jason muser on there jeff anderson didn't show up but like it's just funny to watch that and know that like we're now about a month away from actually seeing jason muser and brian o'halloran in bangor maine uh and then Noah hathaway crazy. as well so it's insane it's it's, it's yeah. absolutely insane to see that it's, well, it's cool i mean that, we grew up in bangor it's area we, it's cool to see some of these people of, in maine yeah and like that's why will and i were talking and we're gonna have to make an announcement or something because we're looking for an official hashtag for this convention because what i really want to see is i love <clears throat> i love when people post about their experiences at the convention but i also one of my favorite things is bangor is a very unique place uh it has its ups as it sounds like any other place but there's something different about bangor and one of the things that i love is obviously being born and raised here is I love that we get to bring those experiences here and know that like my buddy uh, uh, Taylor, he, you know, I've known him growing up through high school and everything. And then next thing I know, I'm going into seasons and he's chugging a beer in Eric Stolansky's face and totally separate, you know, like they were just having a moment where he talked about chugging a beer and next thing you know, you got Eric taking a video of him chugging a beer in his face. And I just, I appreciate that. So I want to see that. I want to see people hashtagging our event, not just for our event, but so that I can selfishly see people enjoying all of these guests that we're bringing to Bangor. If they're out shopping or they're just running into somebody going to grab a beer or something like I want to see that. Cause that makes me really happy. And I'm okay. sure these guests guests are way more apt to go out and do anything in the in the in the community and in the public in a place like Bangor, uh, a small city compared to a lot yeah. of these other places that they may end up. I mean, Boston Comic Con, you don't have any of those guests just hitting the town. It's right, they get mobbed yeah. at places it's like too that. Much. Like, yeah, it's there's, too much. I mean, there's a good chance that Jason Mewes goes and you know sits down and has a burger at Orna Brewing Company, and no one, the half the people there, aren't even gonna know who he is. Let's be honest. Like, it's not. I we people who know who he yeah. is know who he yeah. is, but there's yeah. just arbitrary people are gonna be like, who? What movie? I mean, well, Clerks. Is how also, long ago? 
with with the fact that we're not used to it, you have people second guessing it. Yes. They're being like, yes. that guy looks like Jason like, Hughes over there, but there's no fucking way that that's Jason. Yeah, there's no way he's in Bangor. The whole Tony Hawk thing. The whole Tony Hawk thing. Tony Hawk thing. People be like, you look like Tony Hawk. You know, you look like a young Tony Hawk. You look like Jason Hughes from the Clerks. That's like um, when, you know, I took uh, the last night, Sunday, the last night of our convention in 2019, uh, my sister, Aaron Blackmer, and I took uh, Cooper and his wife, Aubin, and Sid to Patty's to have dinner. And yeah, you know, like we're all just sitting in Patty Murphy's and either people knew, but they didn't do anything respectively, or they had no idea that they're just in there having dinner. And we got Sid Haig and Cooper Andrews over there just having dinner too. I say two of the nicest people too. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like two of the nicest people. (laughs) Yeah. I think that that's the cool thing with Vingor is like, you know, you know, we have Stephen King and he is very public. He is, you know, he does, he buys his own groceries. He pumps his own gas. Like, he goes to concerts just like we do. Like he's a human being. He goes to see the movies and, you know, people get that and they're like, Hey, you know, we give him his space. So I think that's, that's one of the pluses of here. I mean, yes, Bangor is obviously a much smaller city, but I mean, we, you know, we have guests that we fly in early and we take them to Bar Harbor for a day and we go adventuring and, you know, you know, see, see Thunder Hole and, you know, Sand Beach and those things that, they wouldn't get to see any other time and it's that cool experience for some of our staff who get to join us or you know um one of our one of our buddies nick renfro uh huge into vinyl records he would take you know he took uh we had a couple of the guests from twin peaks last year and he took them downtown shopping and they're just walking through downtown bangor and and hitting flea markets and shops downtown and just just enjoying it and uh you know, we, we do the, we do a private dinner for all the guests Friday, but then we do an after party where they all just still come and hang out with their fans or like, Oh, let's go to this restaurant tonight. Or, you know, what, 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 like, what is even, uh, Colin Cantwell, you know, the guy that's known for creating the design for the death star and the millennium Falcon and the X wing and Y wing and sand crawler and, you know, all these things, you know, they asked me if, they had some time. They were like, hey, will you, there's a coffee shop that we saw downtown. Will you uh, drive us down there? So we loaded them up in the van, drove, drove them downtown, and they went to that coffee shop next to the Charles Inn and uh, dropped them off. And I was like, I'll see you guys later, you know? And they just had the time of their lives being able to just sit down at that coffee shop and kind of relax, you know? And that's, I guess that's the benefit too. We talked, we talked in the past when you've been on as guests and when I've been on your as a show too, about small cons versus big cons and like your local con, your, your regional cons, like this one is sometimes I'm not going to say better. Cause obviously when you go to Boston comic con, you're meeting some of the elite of the elite in the pop culture oh, world. Oh yeah. um, but the, the thing is here, there's no artist, guest, celebrity, anybody that's coming to Bangor comic con that's too big. Um, you know what I mean? Like you, the way that you guys can afford to get the guests in, uh, a lot of those guests understand who they are and understand where they are. And they understand that they got where they are because of the people that are coming to Comic-Con. Like, you know, Jason Muse would be nobody without clerks. Like, let's be honest, the clerks, right. if, you know, Kevin Smith and clerks would have made him who he is today. 
I mean, we right. might not even have Jason Mewes. We love Jason Mewes, but without Kevin and this and the success and the da da da, da he may yeah. not have ever kicked drugs and alcohol. Maybe he would have been right. an addict the rest of his life and so on. And so there is this aspect of there's nobody too big. I mean, you had some people that are on, like when Cooper Andrews was in too, he was like just, he's, he was on TV. Like, he had a movie yeah, show on AMC. Like, he had a movie in the theaters. It was, yeah, his movie, it was his movie Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. And he was just he hanging out. I mean, it's Jimmy, uh, 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 um, Fatone, Joey Fatone. Yeah, yeah. You guys had Joey Fatone, and it was like he, the dude, toured the world. Yeah, <laughs> like toured the world. Well, dude, sold the out, sold out stadium night. night after night. Yeah, he left our convention early so that he could go do a a, a small reunion of NSYNC with Ariana Grande at Coachella, like the night after, you know. And then the whole time, like, didn't say a word. He was just like, "Oh yeah, yeah he's got to leave at." You know, he's got to leave it this time to, you know, for, for filming is what it was because he was he was also doing his game show. So she's like, oh, we oh, yeah. got to get back for filming for his game show is what is yeah. what we were told. And but, another thing that I appreciate about our convention that we did have and not, you know, it is it wasn't this huge. I want to keep reminding it, it's not some huge thing, but for us, it was amazing and very proud of it. But uh, even Lou Temple, you know, he talks yeah. about Sid and being like that was the last time that I worked with Sid so I will always remember your guys's convention because that was the last time I got to see Sid and I I'll, I'll cherish that forever that we got to give that opportunity to Lou if mm. you take away anything of it you talk about the world being small we provided Lou with his last time of working with Sid Haig like that's and, pretty and, crazy and the, and the name Bangor will come up in it or probably Banger Bangor will come up in his, his, his vocabulary for the rest right. of his life. Okay, good. I mean, hopefully people after a weekend of being here would say it right, but like, we'll get some of these people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like one of those things that's like, again, it, no artists or guests or celebrity are too big for this convention, but it also yeah. it makes it the most, one of the most accessible conventions too. I mean, I've, we've talked about other conventions that I met. I met George Perez and things like that at a convention in Massachusetts, which is like at a Memorial Hall. Um, those are the most accessible kind of conventions. And so if you're going to go to a convention, come to something like Bangor. A, it's way freaking cheaper. And if you live in the greater Bangor area, you don't have to pay for hotels. You just go, hang out, come yeah. for a day. Uh, as of right now, all your guests are coming for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, correct? Yep. Yep. Uh, and so obviously things change. People like, uh, they're all, most of them are currently working. So it's like, things yeah, I, can I, change. So there, there are, we haven't made the announcement yet, but there are two that, are filming and will not be there anymore. Uh, but we are working on a replacement with the agent now. But by the time this comes out, that'll have already been announced. Check out Bangor Comic Con's uh, Facebook page and Instagram page or website because you know it will be updated. But uh, but you know the clerks guys are coming right as of right now. Nothing's changing there, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, that that was that huge sigh of relief piece for me. Yeah, yeah. Not email. not to like. Uh, Not to right. downplay the people that aren't coming, but you know, it, it's it's going to be okay. Yes, and that, and that, here's the deal: we talk about I talk about over and over and over again for the rest of my life. One of the greatest people I've ever met at a convention ever was Cooper Andrews, ever. 100%. Like one of the greatest, and he was a replacement. Yeah. And so all yeah. the time you ever think about whenever someone gets upset about someone being replaced at a comic con uh, because of due to scheduling or something happening is that there's a good chance that the replacement person is going to be just as good, if not better, than the person who was there before. Like, you know, it's, it's all possible that that's going to happen. And, well, and, and like, you know. and with ours too, I mean, we, we always try to, 
a lot of people don't think about that where there is, you don't just pull from a hat who you're going to get. And like people, well, why don't you get this person? Why, you know, who you should get. And it's like, okay, well, thank you so much for your input. I appreciate it. But trust me when I say that Will and I do put thought into this and we do figure out and try to be like, okay, does this make sense for our demographic, mm. for our population, for our vicinity? You know, like, does this make sense? We do look at those things. And when you say there's no guest too big, also, we we try to avoid some people that we think are too big for yes. Bangor. And we mean that in a nice way. We just mean it like some people we cannot accommodate to their lifestyle and what they are used to. Right. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing, but it's just like, it works both ways because as much as they aren't going to get what they expect, the people that are coming aren't going to be like meeting somebody that thinks that they're better than them. You know what yes. I mean? Like we try to pick people that we not only think people will be excited to meet, but we think will be receptive uh, to the, the fans and actually make them feel special. And also yeah, you guys have a budget. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Like, I mean, I, I used to work for Soul Fest in, in New Hampshire, and they were feeling, you should get this person. I'm like, you understand they're $50,000 to play for the weekend, right? right? Like, <laughs> it's a lot of ticket sales to make that's, up for that money. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, even yesterday, that same family where the daughter got like, all excited about the My Hero thing, the dad's like, oh, well, it's cool. You got the clerks guys, but you know, you should have got. Yeah. should have got Kevin Smith. Like, thank you. I, I haven't heard that one before. We, we definitely didn't try to make that happen. Yeah, if you right. do eventually get Kevin Smith, I do have a person that will legally get him weed. Just saying. <laughs> this, I have a friend of mine who works in the industry, marijuana industry, and, and anytime <laughs> someone comes to Bangor that he absolutely respects and loves, he's like, I want to be the person who's known for me yeah. supplying him and getting him marijuana. So just <laughs> letting you know that if you ever get Kevin Smith or anybody who wants marijuana that's famous, this person will, will be the person to contact. Legally. <laughs> We're in the state of Maine. It's all legal. Same. But, I, you know, so <laughs> it's been it funny. It's like one of those things where, like, he talks to uh, uh, Chris Rudolph from Waterfront Concerts. He's like, hey, this person's coming to Bangor. I want to be the one. Let me let me give. I don't want any tickets. I don't need to go to the show. I just want him to know that it was me that gave him the gun in the weed. That's all I want to know. <laughs> that's all you need to know. I'm like, sounds good, man. <laughs> that's, how, that's me with tattoos, man. I'm just like, yeah. anybody, you want something small? I don't care what it is. Like, I just, you want something. Yeah, I mean, so last year you were like, hey, anyone looking for a tattoo? Like, anyone want a tattoo? <laughs> and hopefully, I mean, hopefully you've got one lined up. Like, uh, you know. I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping. I'm trying not to jinx it, but I got somebody on the hook. Um, I, we just yeah, need yeah. Scotty Young, man. It's all we need. I know. I know. Like, I'm trying, I, man. We I'm already trying. worked on this idea that Paul and I are going to meet his minimum. Like, we we have his minimum. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's not even the minimum. It's just, you know, any, anytime we've reached out, it's I know. You know, not not available. Or, yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's it's definitely, I mean, we are at the point where we've been trying to do a, a vir- get him to do a virtual panel with us. Um, but, I mean, yeah, back back to the point of, like, the guest thing. You know, yeah, it's, it's like Jay said, it's not we're just drawing names out of a hat or like we, you know, we went into each year like, hey, these are the guests that obviously, yeah, we like them, or hey, we know that they're popular from this, so yeah. we listen to, you know, people's opinions or thoughts or our staff. But then it's not only just that piece. It's okay, what is their guarantee? What are their requirements? Like, what do they need on their rider from us? And having the ties like we do with our buddy Joe Ribs or uh, Al from 
Galaxy Con and you know and all of those. We have those resources that you know, our, uh, Brandon and, and Sandy from Feature Presentation. We have those resources we can reach out and be like, hey, we're looking at you know we're potentially looking at this guest. Have you guys had them at any of your shows? How do they do? How are they with their fans? And it's not like it's not we're assuming that they're going to be horrible with their fans or they're a bad person. But as we know here in the state of Maine, like people are stingy with their money. They, they're very careful on what they spend it on and they work hard for their money. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to spend their money. <laughs> oh, gee, I don't it. have to pay royalties to that song. Thanks, man. <laughs> no, but they work hard for their money. Will yes. Yeah. So like, if they're going to spend that money, they want to know they're getting something of value and they're not going to be like, yes. I just paid 50 bucks to get so-and-so's autograph. And they were the biggest asshole I've ever met. They were so horrible. Like, this just ruined this experience for me. It's like, you know, like we like these stories where, you know, Jay talks about his time with Doug Jones mm-hmm. or you with Cooper, uh, my grandmother with Lou, people with Joey Fatone, uh, those, you know, those experiences with Eric or, you know, Mark Dodson. Like those are, those are all we live for. And yeah, uh, not to, backtrack too too far again but like jay said the whole the hashtag thing that that would be amazing if we found you know we got something for that because ideally we would like it so we're not running around like crazy the whole weekend but we get to hear all these amazing stories from our staff or from people that attended it and we're like oh cool well i got to hang out with them in the airport and in the hotel lobby and then saying goodbye to him like you know we, we we're we're so non-stop having to you know put out fires here and there that we don't get to take in all those experiences or people are like oh well you know the cosplay ball well i don't even know if i'm going to make it to that or you know what about this event well we've got the dinner with a guest or we've got this this to deal with like you know we we can't be everywhere at once so being able to see those moments and you know and experience them uh you know, at least even, you know, via photo or video would be, you know, just a cool experience or little thing for us to look back on after the weekend's over and things kind of settle down to like, hey, you know, we made it through. That's, yeah. you know, check it, you know, that's to check this stuff out. See how, see how much fun everybody had. Exactly. It's in, so, I mean, it's the experiences that, that trade these experiences, like I said, the meeting the, the Cooper Andrews, um, and again, not at your con, but someone else's con where I met George Perez, those kind of stories that bring people in too, the, 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 the real world, actual experiences at the con selling it. The clerk's reunion is going to, it's going to bring people in for sure. If you watch the movie clerks, it's a classic movie. Uh, I'm planning to watch clerks one and clerks two again, maybe Mallrats as well. Pre-con to just get prepared for the weekend, just to be had that, you know, the hype and the excitement on it. Um, but the idea that, the experiences of people actually being in person at the place and meeting the person is what's actually going to sell someone else to come in. And so if you can yeah. compile that somehow in some sort of hashtag, you're tweeting it out, you're putting it on Facebook, you're putting it on Instagram, your experience at the con hashtag yeah. this, then you can compile some things afterwards and, yeah. and do something afterwards. You could do a don't cross the stream afterwards where you read a lot of these things on live stream and talk about yeah. the experience. Yeah, it'd be and cool so because, yeah, Will, Will could handpick uh, some of our favorite photos or something and we could mm-hmm. actually make mention of them and pull them up type of thing. That's actually a really good idea. And yeah, last, I think it was 2019 that we did that. We did kind of like a, a contest, you will say, uh, for people to throw in their hat for um, what they think the hashtag should be. And we ended up picking one and we were like, 
this is the official hashtag. Whenever you post, use this hashtag so we can so we can all look and see what you guys got to do. Yep. Awesome. So, I mean, I, I know you have some guests and you mentioned, uh, what are some guests you want to highlight at all? Yeah, we've got Jason Muse, Brian O'Halloran, and Jeff Anderson from Clerks. Who else did you want to highlight a little bit about who was coming to con? Okay, right, you ready? So I, I want to say- Bueller. Bueller. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Did we lose him? Oh my gosh. That was, that was the weirdest thing, right? <laughs> well, well, I, I got to go on. Uh, we'll, we'll wait for him to refresh and get back on this thing. But uh, Jay, what I will say while he's waiting for him to come back is I wanted to highlight a little bit and I have him listed right here is I think one of the things obviously you focus a lot of con on the big guests, the celebrities, the people that are coming. Um, yeah, Will just said, I don't know what just happened. Um, but the, uh, the artists that are coming too. And so I like to focus a little bit on the main artists, the people from New England uh, uh, that are coming as well. So you got Jim Lawson is coming, one of the TMNT artists, uh, Steve Levine. Uh, is coming as well. Yeah, Ben Bishop, uh, Joseph Schmalky, Rich Woodall, and Ryan G. Brown. Those guys are all coming. Con hopefully yep. uh, still. Yep. Uh, which I laughed about because we talked about we talked about the last Ronin. Is that I think all of them did a last Ronin covers. <laughs> so yeah, so I think you probably can figure that out. I'm not a hundred percent sure on Jim Lawson, but I'm pretty sure he did one. I know Brown did one. Woodall did one. Schmalky did one. Bishop and Levine all did one so yeah. i'm guessing lawson did one as well at some point one of the four issues that have come out that they actually one did of a the variant cover. Variant i mean there was there was like a hundred variants for issue number one so or seven yeah. variants um yeah, but that's kind of cool to see that that there are all those people coming in it's kind of cool to see that there are some serious to jim lawson's or steve levine's those are the diehard those are our old school tmt tmnt mm. people ben's been more recently a uh, tmnt person yeah. uh but those are cool to see those guys but also the idea that I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there's nothing more in New England than that, really, for, for us as fans. Uh, right. And having that, it's because it was created in New England, it was built in New England, and now is, you know, there's a touch here and there on the New England people. Um, but also, like, I met Joseph uh, Schmalky at Galactic Comics in Bangor. He was on the podcast before, but I met him in Galactic Comics in Bangor when they did the signing there. Was that your first that time? I met him in person. I talked to him uh, before that really? on the podcast, but in person was the first time I ever met him. And he's yeah. a freaking badass dude. He's a fun dude. Joseph, he is dude. smart as hell. He's creating some yeah. great comic books uh, with Black yeah. Caravan over at Scout. Yeah. It is unbelievable. And it's it's giving me the Marvel fan of me, the big two fan of me, the Marvel, the image people, um, yeah. making me love these small, small, small people that have like 1% of the comic book market. Uh, in yeah. Scout Comics and in Black Caravan, and loving the actual things. I, I, I've 2021 has been a year of me buying these Dude, like small it's, indie it's comics. Pretty, it's actually pretty insane if you think about it, because like you don't like when you're right into it, you don't really realize that like how insanely big it is. But if you yeah. think about Black Caravan, Scout Comics, you think about Joe, Rich, all those guys. The team that they have, there's there's so many of them, Sean and Ryan yep. and Steve Levine in there and everybody. Like, there is such this army of these collective minds, and it's unbelievable what they're doing. It's like, everybody keeps talking Ninja Turtles and all that, but Black Caravan, man, like, they, it's unbelievable what they have that's about to happen. And the fact that we're even, not like part of it, but like, we got the first Murder Hobo yep. uh, release, color. We have the official first color release of Murder Hobo as a series um, was us. We got the first printing. 
Um, the fact that they want to work with us more, the fact that Joe is so transparent with us and lets us know what's coming up and who they're signing with and what it's just, it's unbelievable, man. And, and the funny thing is if you want to get so on the, on the world that we live in right now, we're in a speculation market, the idea of buying a comic book for cheap and hoping that it becomes a valuable comic book. I'll tell you right now, anybody listening or watching you right now, go out and buy anything from Scout Comics or from Black Caravan right now, they, the, the way that they're creating products and, and comic books that are going to be eventually future TV shows and yeah. movies and, and products that you don't even understand how far these things are going to go. If you want to yeah. have a chance of buying your Walking Dead number one, go out there and buy the Electric Black number one. Try to find that one. Buy Murder Hope number one. Uh, yeah. Buy uh, you know Phantom Star yeah. Killer and Draco Knuckle Duster. Like buy those comic books because those are the ones that are eventually yeah. going to be something somewhere, sometime, maybe ten years from now when they actually get you know the way Hollywood works. But it's one of those things that it's worth having. And yeah. uh, you know, and right now, if you buy the comic book in the next few weeks, you can bring it to Con or buy it at Con because I know Joe and all those guys will have them and get it signed. Yeah. And then it's worth even more money eventually down the road. I know some people don't care about that. And the speculation market is kind of like a, uh, in the comic book world, like people shouldn't be doing this, but I'm telling you right now, if you're looking for that next thing, I, I will put my money on it. I'd rather put money on uh Schmalky and what he's doing over at black caravan than on the stock market right now. I'll tell you that much or Bitcoin or any of that <laughs> stuff. I'll tell you, I just feel like that's going to be yeah, right of return on investment with that thing. dude. I feel like anything that guy touches right now is going to be gold. Uh, same thing with Ben and, and, and Ben Bishop and those guys over there at, uh, when he does his, uh, his um, split decision comic books uh, stuff is going to go some places too. We're still waiting for the well, aggregate yeah. too. So well, if Ben's yeah, listening to this, too, just let you know. Ronin, like all that that they got going on, man. It's insane. I don't know what Ben was thinking. He went to Hawaii on vacation. He should have been working on Rag Aggregate too. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> we did get an update email though. We got an update email. Just saying, just, I'm just kidding. I, I gave him a crap. He, he posted something on it. We have, I'm part of his group and he posted something on the discord saying, Hey, you come back from vac vacation. And I laugh. I joked to him. I said, wait, you were on vacation. Cause every day he was posting a picture of him in freaking Hawaii. And I was like, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> we all want to be Hawaii right now. Yeah. But, uh, well, welcome back. Will. Yeah. I have no idea. I had like a whole like power surge in my office. So well, like listen, man, some of us get technology. Some of us just don't get it. I understand Fair. it's part of it. <laughs> No, but we ended up, we went, we, when we were missing, we went on the uh, 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 tangent on the artists that are coming, your, your Jim Lawson's, your Steve Levine's, Ben Bishop's, yeah. and so on. Justice what are, are some other guests that you want to highlight uh, that are coming as celebrity guests or, or other guests? Yeah, I mean, I would say uh, having Judith Hogue be there, um, the original April O'Neill, and working with um, feature presentation. Uh, they're doing all of her photo ops. Uh, if you got to go to Granite State last year, um, or you've seen the photo we've announced they build sets at, at our last convention they, they did the red room for twin peaks and this year they're doing the uh, sewer layer from the That's original awesome. movie and i mean like they spare no expense i mean right down to the poster uh the posters on the wall the, the vhs tapes like they mimic everything so it looks exactly like what you saw on the screen so to be able to have, you know, be able to have her up here still. And, you know, yes, we don't have Kevin, but we do have Ben. We've got Steve, we've got Jim. So still having that sort of a reunion there and having that sewer layer to pair all of them together, yeah. uh, I think is awesome. Uh, yeah. Bill it is kind of cool. Now, now that you mentioned that too, and we talked to MNT a little bit when you were off uh, restarting your computer, uh, was the idea that you actually had the clerk. It's really like a clerk's TMNT con. 
Like, like yeah. you think about it, you have your clerks reunion is like the headlining thing, but really with the idea of having Judith Hogue there and then all those artists that have worked on either the last Ronin variant covers or actual TMNT issues uh, yeah. are going to be there too, which is kind of cool. So you actually have the both sides of that kind of thing too. Uh, and having the yeah. set from future presentations. Yeah. And then I think the other cool thing that we have, uh, you know, again, Bill Mosley, uh, you know, we all things to Lou Temple on that one. And we've got him dressing up as Otis on Saturday for photo ops. Like, that's another one of those experiences that you normally wouldn't get um you know talking the my hero guys like that's basically having a my hero reunion so to go from no anime to have two of the biggest voice actors out there right now and two of the main characters from that show to be able to you know like hey here look we're you know we're throwing you know we're, we're throwing ourselves in the ring with this one like you know this this is the first shot there's there's going to be more to come in the future but we've heard you guys, this is what you've been looking for, and we're trying to deliver on that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. No, I, I keep finding myself being excited about one and then be like, oh, yeah, but we also have this. And oh, yeah, we also have this person coming and this person. Like, I'm, I'm thoroughly excited about everything, but I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a blur. Like, yeah, it, it's just going to be exactly a blur. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same thing. I try to remember, like when I mentioned, I worked at Soul Fest. I worked like four Soul Fest things, and that was a weekend. I mean, a hundred thousand people came, and and I met some of the bands that I respected and loved over the years. I met the Chariot and guys like those. And I remember meeting these people, and I remember like seeing them. But the entire, I I don't remember. Like, there's a whole experience of being at at that weekend's Arbler. Like, it's just yeah. like, it's just, it moves so fast. You're doing so much. You're putting out fires. Like you mentioned, you're trying to do yeah. this. And it's like, and actually for you guys, in all likelihood, the more of the memories you're going to get for you two is going to be the ones that are not even at the con. It's going to be doing something else like the dinner or, or, or something, yeah. driving them from the airport or whatever. Flight, yes. Like the, <laughs> yeah. the, you know, the breakfast was fed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is, yeah. which is a cool story you guys like, get. Yeah. But hey, real quick, if I can go back on the celebrity. Yeah. Piece. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Another one that I really want to highlight, um, people are going to love him, uh, Dana Snyder. Me and Rudder got to meet him in Raleigh, and the guy, like, literally is a character, and he's, <laughs> you know, he's amazing. Uh, people are going to love him. He's a riot. Uh, he went from one of those where he was something that if you knew him, you knew him, and you, you'd go to his table for his autograph or whatnot. But then he was one of those where people that didn't know him were like, oh, I'm going to go check out this panel because it's something to do. And after his panel, he goes back to his table and there's just a flock of people that are now like, oh, I just met this guy and he was doing a panel drinking beer and talking with me. So I, I want to go hang out with this guy and I want to buy his autograph because of that. Um, and the last one, um, again, I get, this won't come out until next week, but we'll still share it on here. Um, we had uh, we've named our uh, artist alley uh, in memory of uh, Michael Mitchell from Mitchell Comics. Uh, an amazing gentleman yeah. was at every every convention we we'd ever did, be it DCTC, Halfway Con, Pine State, any of those. He always showed up. Uh, he had passed away last year, and uh, we've been in talks with his wife Michelle, and we just said, hey, you know, if you ever have any interest. You know, first off, we asked if, hey, Michael met a ton to all of us, uh, and we would love to be able to honor his memory by doing this, uh, to which he was, you know, very gracious. Her and the family 
agreed to to let us do that. Um, but it, then it spilled over to the fact that she's like, I still have all of this stuff, and I haven't done a show since he passed away. Like I just I've had no interest. But BCTC and Granite State Con were our home shows. They were family. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and if I come back to any event, I want it to be your guys' show. So I said, look, if you want a table, we will we will give you a table. Um, so Michelle and the family will be coming out. One of his sons will be there with her um, Friday. One will be Saturday. And then I think someone else will be there with her Sunday. Uh, but this will be her first appearance doing anything um, since Michael's passing. So I really want to highlight, you know, people, please go see her, go support her. Um, you know, don't give her, you know, give her a hug if she's okay with it. Don't give her a hug, you know, whatever social distancing. She's <laughs> uh, but she's an amazing human being. Michael is amazing. So please, uh, if, you know, if we're going to highlight any artists, I'd really like to make sure people make their way over to, to see them or see her uh, and just, you know, catch up with her and say hi and, you know, support her and her family. Yes, absolutely. Love that. It's an awesome thing you guys can do. And again, that has something to do with a small con. The idea that you're not this, this massive, you're not in, you know, in Boston, you know, a smaller con has this ability to do things like this for people that, that mean a lot to you guys and stuff like that. So that's pretty yeah. cool. That's, that's probably our best uh, compliment we've ever gotten from people when it comes to our convention. We have so many people that say that they're like, it feels family friendly, uh, you know, like you can actually take the time to meet somebody and you're not being herded through, you know, like, don't do that. Don't stand there. Put your hands down. Put that away. Look forward. You know, you're just like, oh, oh, oh. sign and go, <laughs> sign and go, sign and go. You're looking too long. You're staring. Stop staring. Stop staring. Yeah, all, all of a sudden you're picking up a photo. Uh, you're like, I, that just happened. I'm in the photo. You but sure, I don't you, sure you didn't Photoshop that in? And like, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like uh, Matt Osborne, one of the agents, you know, it's lat- Jay and I have worked for the convention for, you know, for four years prior to us running it. And we're like, well, you know, we, we hope this is going good. You know, like, we, we hope we're doing a good job. And sitting there with Matt and a few of the guests and, eight, and agents Saturday night, it was Saturday night, just in the lobby having drinks. And, you know, Matt was just like, hey, you know, he's like, first time we'd ever met him. You know, you guys are, you guys are already like family. He's like, I'll be honest, like, your guys' show was run 99% better than any show I've ever been to. And I mean, this guy travels the world with these agents, you know, with these guests doing events. So to sit here and be like, Hey, what you guys are doing, the way you're doing it, like the care that you guys put in, he's like, I saw, like, I saw you guys running around literally with money, like with, you know, each with money bags when people were upset about a photo op or that a certain guest that, you know, Ryan Hurst wasn't there and they didn't know you could have just been like sucks to suck like that's that's how conventions work people people cancel like you know we're, we're just as bummed out as you are but you guys were taking money out of that bag and giving people a refund or you were running around like the you know the cooper with one of the girls photo ops you guys like you know spur of the moment put this you know this plan into place and just seeing like not only your care and love for the guests, us as agents, your staff, but the attendees. Like, you know, he's like, you guys have been like, well, I got your money. Why do I care at this point? But you guys don't do that. And he's like, it just, it speaks volumes. So those are, those are just really awesome things for us to be able to hear. 
That's awesome. That is, it's, it's, again, again, I, I will preach it every time you guys come on here. Cause obviously you guys will probably be on here again before the next one uh, is the idea that um, there's something about regional cons that you won't get at any of these big cons. I mean, the goal is, and you watch the TV shows and you see the internet that San Diego is the comic-con. Um, but let's be honest, like go to a local regional uh, comic-con like Bangor comic-con comic and toy con and, and you'll understand that meeting some of these people's i mean it'll be some of the best experiences you ever get and i'll bring it back to the idea that i was so pumped waterfront concerts brought in under oath because it was a band i respected and loved growing up and they were in my hometown the town that i like I, I i spent 10 years of my life in kittery but most of my life has been in bangor and, and i think that i love this place and so seeing some of these people there and seeing someone's like like jason muse for an example coming to bangor and being at my mall is going to yeah. be freaking insane. And even as someone who deals with it, I've met hundreds of famous people like in sports and in music and in, in comic books. I've met these people. It still is an awe. And to you guys, it's probably still an awe when these people show up. It's still like new and pinch me kind of thing uh, that these oh, people yeah. are actually in the town that you guys live in. Well, and also on top of that, like for Will and I, it's a very unique situation because it's not like, it's not like we're their boss, but they are, working for our convention you know like sid that was the biggest thing he's like i'm here to work i'm here to work every time that we tried to be like you want a break you want this you want that nope i'm here to work and that's when you realize you're like well yeah no shit like we're contracting these people to come in as our guests they need to make a certain amount of money this kind of that and you're just like yeah I mean, I'm not like your boss for the weekend, but you are coming to work at our convention. So it's very strange when you have them asking you, you know, is this cool? And you're like, what, why are you asking me if it's cool? What do you mean? And, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. We're the ones running it. <laughs> I'm in charge. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Who did this? Who let this happen? Who let Jay will be in charge? <laughs> You're still pinching yourselves about that one. Like, who the hell let yeah. you guys be in charge of this stuff? Yeah. Well, I always think about, uh, I've said this before, but just to reiterate, I mean, how I got started, like Will talks about, says that we both, you know, worked for the four years before, but, you know, Will was right there, right hand man to Chris. I was a straight up attendee that first year. I mean, I remember Will getting me like a back. I call it backstage pass, but I think it was just a VIP pass and it was Renfro and I, and I remember us both being like fangirling out, just being like, dude, I got a VIP pass. We can like go and do this. And we went met a couple people and then we'd go outside and we're like, just talking about it. Like, Oh man, this is so cool. And then next thing you know, I'm like, he's saying to Will, I'm like, dude, if you just need somebody to like carry some boxes inside like i'd love to get my foot in the door and like help you out with this and now i'm like running it with them and it's just like uh, it's bizarre <laughs> so yeah. my pitch to people is volunteer at con if you volunteer at the bangor comic and toy con you might have a chance of owning it just yeah. saying <laughs> just, just saying it out I mean, loud. Even, even just volunteering's got its perks i mean we've got you know like look at you know somebody like rudder same thing i think he yeah. He either volunteered first year or just came and he's like, same thing like Jay was like, hey, if you need volunteers, you know, and now like Rudder's, you know, floor manager for, for the event and he, you know, he kind of hand, hands, deals with the celebrities more than me and Jay will making sure that they have everything that they need and things are going smooth yeah. and, you know, we've, you know, we have friends that get to sit with guests and hear these amazing stories that nobody else, short of, you know, somebody else that might sit with them next weekend yeah. might get to hear. <laughs> 
but I mean, you know, they're sitting here like, oh, I was just, you know, I was just filming this or I was on set doing this or you never believe this. Like the thing, those memories that they get to make and plus you get free autographs, free food, some, yeah, some good yeah. perks with it, you know? Like, yeah. I will say, I mean, volunteering anything like this is, is is a dream come true. It's a lot of work because you get you have to actually have to work and do something the weekend you're there. Um, <laughs> but it is a crazy thing because you get actually to be there and, and you actually get somewhat of a more close up thing with people. And it's it, it's a yeah. cool thing in, in, in something like this. So if you have the time off and you can volunteer, it's something to, to, to definitely look into because it's definitely something fun. Um, but if you well, don't want to yeah. volunteer, buy tickets. It's a lot different though. Like, you know, buying tickets is cool and everything, but yeah, it's different when you go up to the guests and you're like, you know, here's my money. I want this sign. Cool. Thank you very much. And then when you've got Will or I being like, Hey, this is so-and-so they're going to be working the event. If you need anything, please let them know. You know, that that's a way different, uh, uh vibe right there. You know, a different, uh, in as if yeah, you will. So the, 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 the like, I mean, as a fan, you obviously, you know, you still get treated with respect, but they're like, Oh, this is one of their guys. Like, or this is one of their girls, we're going to take care of them. Like, what do yeah. you need from us? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, we, you know, we said we get the free autographs throughout the weekend, but they'll just be like, oh, you want this? You want that? Here, come take a photo with me. Come do this one. Let's do that. Like, just certain things that somebody else, nor- you know, wouldn't normally get to have that experience with. And yeah. I kind of find it as a as a uh, analogy to the ba- fact that when you you know Jay you played in bands and sort of Will actually both of you guys played in bands and like have you ever played with a band at a festival that headlined the main stage right and you're like I opened up for this band and it's like bullshit you did yeah. you played on the side stage over there you now you now forever in the world you're ever gonna say is that you played with this band same I, thing I, with I volunteering at a con you can say and you're standing next to Cooper Andrews when you're there helping him out you can say I worked with Cooper Andrews. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like what? I I played War Tour, but I played that side stage in the woods. Yes. I wasn't on the same stage as like, you know, Under Oath or yeah. New Found Glory or something. But like you like, say, like, no, I volunteered I at Con. I actually worked with Jason Muse. Yeah, I sat with him all weekend. Like his <laughs> photos of it. Like here's this. Like so. But I mean, yeah. so think about tickets. Let's talk about tickets here. Where do you grab tickets? Just Bangor Comic and ToyCon.com. Yeah, so you can either go right to our website, um, and then it will redirect you. You'll click the ticket link. It'll redirect you to a company called GrowTix. Uh, so we're using them instead of Ticketmaster, uh, being outside of the cross, and we're super stoked. Uh, GrowTix has been amazing. The, the thing yeah. we're able to do um, with this event as far as, you know, we, could, we, we were able to build our own app. So now you've literally got the, the convention at your fingertips. You can look at featured guests. You can look at the schedule. You can look at a list of vendors with all their bios and the link to their website. Um, excuse me, floor plan. Once the floor plan is out, you can, oh, this is this vendor. Oh, they're at this table. I know exactly where to find them. There's an option to do a to-do list. So now you know all of the events happening. You click on the events you want to help you build that schedule for that day or that for, for your weekend. Um, like, you know, real-time updates you know if say the clerk's panel is you know you got all three of them and they, they've got an hour but they take an hour and 20 minutes well they were supposed to be here we just go onto the onto the, the website and put out a post hey you know photo ops still you know clerk's photo ops delayed 20 minutes because of this uh we'll be over there shortly anyone with that app it's going to get that notification so it's yeah. it's, it's awesome that's awesome 
I, I, the loving with it, and it's also a smaller company than obviously Ticketmaster is too. So it's also nice to to have that respect and, and love from a smaller company too. Yes. Well, it's also nice for us to actually be able to say, <clears throat> not that it's all about just upselling and pushing the ticket sales, but it is very nice to be like, oh, well, this is clearly selling very well. So we need to make sure we have enough people or like enough room for, you know, we know that they're photo ops. We got to make sure we have enough time to do it because I didn't realize, but they just sold a ton of photo ops. You know what I mean? Like, it's just nice yeah. to see that up front now for once before it was just a guessing game or we just had to email them and then hope that we'd get an update within a few days. And then by the time you get that, you're wondering where you are now because it's been a few days, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Having no idea, like we're just having to hope that, Hey, what they're telling us they're doing for ticket sales is what they're doing for yes. ticket sales. Yeah. Whereas I can uh, go on right now and open up the, you know, our, our page on grow ticks. I can see an exact breakdown for the day, the week, the month, year to date. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What VIP two days, single day, all of those things. That's awesome. Um, is there anything else that you can buy ahead of time other than tickets right now, or is that? Uh, yeah, so you obviously get your tickets. You can buy uh, the tickets to the cosplay ball, uh, and then Wednesday we're having our kickoff party, yeah. uh, which will be at the Down Under Club in Seasons, um, starting at six o'clock. And for anybody that's confused, if you're looking for just, it's the Noah, the never ending story. If you're looking for specifically to say Noah or never ending story, it's the kickoff okay. uh, party. Yep. So we'll, we'll have Noah there with us. Uh, we'll be screening never ending story. We'll have food and drink. So it's a cool opportunity to, again, like we've said, those memories, you're going to hang out with that guest outside of the convention um, and just make those memories and, you know, and have a good time with them. So, uh, you know, we're really excited about that. So, yeah, just your tickets, cosplay ball, and the event with Noah. Oh, and I think the uh, the Friday night, uh, the after party, I think those tickets are, those might be on there too. If not, um, you can buy at the door at Seasons. Are we so, doing the Friday night after party at G-Force? Are we doing that at Seasons, you said? Uh, so, I think we're going to, we'll have our official one at Seasons um, because that's where we're going to be doing our dinner, our private dinner with the guests right. and, yeah, okay. and whatnot. But then um, G-Force. But G-Force, I think if, you know, because the one at Seasons is 21 plus. Mm -hmm. So Brian, if is if he is able to open by time, by the time of the convention, if he wanted to offer an all ages one, then he could have something all ages. So for those that aren't old enough, um, it's still, you know, it's still bringing him business and it gives our attendees something fun to do. Um, yeah. That's, that's not requiring the, you know, the, the age limit restrictions. Absolutely. Cool. Um, and uh, just last thing I wanted to ask, do you guys have any, any idea when the weekend of Comic-Con 2022 is going to happen yet, or is that still working yet? Yeah. No, we, we have dates all picked out. I know it's not, I, I, we're focusing on this year. We're August for October 1st through the 3rd at Bangor mall tickets at Bangor comic Con, comic and toycon.com. Yep. But also yeah. uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, the world will be back to normal by then. So April of next year, is that right? Or yeah, so it should be uh, April. The uh, plan is as of now, April 22nd through the 24th. Cool. Uh, plan is to still be right at the mall. Um, we'll see what happens. And uh, and as you know, Jay kind of alluded to earlier, we announced uh, Kane uh, as our you know first guest for the 2022 uh, convention. Yep. That's awesome. I'm so excited, dudes. Yeah, you have no idea. I'm I'm super pumped. 
I'm pumped to be getting back to doing some actual live things and some things in person with some people uh, and being out there. And I'm pumped to meet some of these celebrities in my yeah. hometown, which is awesome, which is really cool for us here at, you know, this, our podcast is based in Maine. Obviously we reach a lot of other people as well, but you know, when something like this happens in your own backyard, yeah. it's some of the cool, well, you know, you're part of the family too, man. So, I mean, you'll be right there with us, you know, you're welcome to join us in pretty much everything that we do. And well, you know, my other, the company I work for as well, Orno Brewing Company will be there serving, slinging some beers for you guys. Anybody who's 21 plus can have a beer, uh, buy a beer yeah. at the, uh, at the con too. We'll have a little <laughs> pop-up shop. Uh, we'll just let you know those banners are coming in Friday. So we'll be able to hang some banners up and say, we're going to be there that weekend. Those would be kind of cool to hang up and, and get there yeah. uh, as well as we have a, something else in the, in the works as well, but we'll get into that at some point too. We'll have to do a small yeah. little, uh, thing when that yeah. actually gets figured <laughs> yeah. out. Definitely. We're working on that. Uh, It's kind of funny how today was a day that we talked about that this morning and we actually were on here tonight too. It's kind of like a a weird, uh, (laughs) you know, you guys are always on my brain. You're always, you know, Will and Jay are always up here. Yeah. Oh, I was going to do another copyright for you. Sorry. Oh, there you go. And I'll actually see you, Will, or Jay, I mean, before the Comic-Con because I think we have an appointment. Oh, do we have one? Yeah, we have an appointment. So look at that. Me and my brother go. We got one what a couple weeks prior and yeah, i gotta i, I gotta figure it out because i think it's gonna be a ben a bishop I, I think it'd be the first i mean since the first tattoo you did it's you know or actually we did this one too but like it's not a scott young i think it's gonna be a ben bishop and then i gotta figure I out a time that. to come after con because i want ben to sign and so yes. you can tattoo the yes. signature as well so I'll we gotta figure that out too for in the hotel room and then uh <laughs> you know, at the end of that night i'll just real quick we'll do that tattoo. <laughs> That's awesome. Ben so can be present. You can lick it afterwards. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So I'm getting ahead of myself and I'm posting things on our Instagram, uh, like getting things scheduled up to the scheduling program I have to post things on those weekends. And, and one of the days I want to highlight the artists, one of the days I'm going to highlight the guests, one of the days we're going to highlight us being there serving beer and, and hopefully recording a podcast. And uh, I did the guess. And one of the pictures I used for Ben Bishop being at Comic-Con was one of the pictures he posted of him in Hawaii. And he's like on the beach, like laying down with like a sun hat on, sipping a, <laughs> sipping a mixed drink. And I'm like, that is the epitome of what Ben, who Ben Bishop is. Like that's a perfect picture to show who the artist showing up to Comic-Con is, is that dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, when he, for <laughs> Halloween, he dressed up for their, their live stream with Kevin Eastman. He dressed yeah. up as freaking 1987, <laughs> 86 uh, Kevin Eastman, which is so freaking good. awesome. So, so uh, good. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, absolutely perfect. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm super pumped. Everybody should go. October 1st to the 3rd, Bangor Mall. Um, this year, um, the Clerks dudes are going to be there. That's the big one. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, Jason Mewes being in Bangor is going to be freaking awesome. I, I I can't wait, dude. I honestly can't wait. Snoochie. So close, man. Snoochie. A week, a month from tomorrow, man. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, and then Bangor Comic and ToyCon.com. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, buy some tickets. Uh, check, honestly, go to the pre the, the opening of the kickoff party, too. That's pretty badass. Like, do that for sure. Uh, do all the extracurricular things, too. You're only, it only happens. I mean, there's going to be another one in six months, but like, it only happens once a year, really, for these big ones like this. Like, take the opportunity, save up some money between now and the end of the month, and actually get there and do some of these things because this is awesome. You you're gonna kick yourself afterwards if you miss out on this. Honestly, you're gonna see all the pictures on the internet of people doing things and meeting these people and hanging out and getting these autographs and photo ops, and you're gonna go, "I should have gone," and it's gonna be too late. Because <laughs> let's be honest, this is not like 
the waterfront concerts where the same country artists come every couple of years. <laughs> yeah, it's basically know. these these artists these guests come to Comic Con. You guys likely aren't going to see these guests for a while. Like this, if, if anything, if they ever come back, it's going to be years down the road. So yeah, if you absolutely. miss out on meeting the Clerks dudes or Judith Hogue or something like that or Mick Foley or whatever, you're going to miss out. So you should you're definitely drive go. drive states away to find them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, absolutely. This yep. is an opportunity you're not going to want to miss for sure. That's right. Well, we appreciate you having us on the show, man. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely, man. I love to pitch anything else you guys have, but I don't because I know, Jay, you're too booked up with tattoos anyway, so I can't pitch you at Fort <laughs> yeah. Castle. That's, that's stupid. And anyway, every time I pitch you for a tattoo, it takes away from me. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, see? <laughs> right, Will? Anytime we pitch Jay to someone else, though, we lose out on appointments, so we don't <laughs> exactly. want that. Well, that's, like, that's not going like, to work. One of my buddies the other day was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm holding off to get my first tattoo with Jay, and I was like, yeah, you're gonna be waiting a while. I was like, oh, I press. I was uh, Jared McKay. He's like, oh, I want my first tattoo, but I, I got to do it with Jay. And I was like, yeah, you realize he's booked out until like June of next year. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'll, I'll wait it out. <laughs> contact him ahead. when he opens up his books again, which is obviously not for a little while. But that's when you need to contact him. You don't need to contact him in June because by the time yeah. June comes around. It's going to be the next year your books too. So yeah, 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 uh, right. Yeah. So I mean, hey, man, I get compliments all the time. You're kicking ass. You're doing. You're doing a great job, man. I'm. I'm proud of you, and I'm, I'm congratulations again on, on the on the baby. You, you know, congratulations to you and your 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 better half there. Uh, I'm so excited to see pictures of you guys hanging out and stuff like that too. And and Will, obviously, you're doing badass things as well. And I'm so proud of you guys for doing con as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in October. Obviously, I'll see you before. Will I'll probably see you this week, um, and, and so on. So I'm actually gonna pick my comic book. This is a week week from now, but like I'm picking my comic books up tomorrow. I think at ten o'clock in the morning at, at Galactic Comics. I know, right? Is now he's open ten to seven. So oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul, yeah. Oh. So it's funny when so Monday and Tuesday were Paul's last two days. Monday he was like, "You at the mall?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm on my way." I'm like, "Dude, it's three o'clock." He's like, "Yeah, I'll be there." I was like, "All right." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going into work tomorrow. I don't know how long I'll be there." So he posted a photo of like walking into advance for the last day. And then he sends me a photo at like noontime, maybe. And he was like the flag open. And I was like, well, that didn't take long, did it? He's like, nope. <laughs> He's like, I literally, I told him I was going in. I was going, my desk was, my desk and office was already cleaned out. I was going in to basically say goodbyes, do one final thing. And then he's like, I was out of there. Like, I'm never going back. So why did like, what you know? Why why do I care if I you know if I kind of burn that bridge? Like, I I'm fully committed to doing this. So he opened I think until about four o'clock today, and then tomorrow starts the official new hours. Nice. And this new boss is not going to care that he didn't finish his absolute notice at his old old job. His new <laughs> boss is not going to care. Right? Does anybody <laughs> ever finish out their notice really? No, <laughs> let's be honest. So Galactic Comics in Bangor is also a place to go if you're in the Bangor area. Pick the, check them out for sure. Uh, that's our local comic book shop for sure. And so, Will, Jay, thanks for coming on, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, again, bangercomicandtoycon.com. Check them out uh, and, and buy your tickets now. So, right now. Thanks, guys, right now. When I when you stop listening to this podcast, pull over to the side <laughs> of the road and buy your tickets. Buy your tickets. Right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.